Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. You're listening to a mini episode of the Enterprise Now Show, where we change lives through enterprise. What we're talking about, right, is personal mastery, it's self-awareness, it's understanding trauma that might have happened. And as business owners and entrepreneurs, it's a direct correlation. The better you can identify those traumas, deal with those traumas, the better you can show up as a leader and as a business owner. Is that correct? Most definitely. I think once again, we all have unlimited potential. That's something that I I believe deeply. The question is, is how can we identify the barriers within us, right? So I I don't think that there's necessarily external foes that can keep us from getting to our goals, but the enemy within or the inner me, if you break down the word enemy into inner me, that's going to be our biggest threat to our success. The unresolved traumas, the fear, the doubt, the worry, the feelings of unforgiveness and unworthiness that may have stemmed from childhood, just simply being able to understand those and to be able to move past them, that's one of the biggest keys. So I totally agree because no one can stop us but ourselves. But how do you begin to do that, right? Because even if I look at my journey, my story, it wasn't until I sat down one day and I looked in the mirror and I got like honest with myself. And it was ugly. (laughs) Like I did not like the person that I had become. And it was eye opening. Like if you're really honest with yourself, Mm -hmm. how do you begin to peel back those layers? Right. And again, we're still talking business. We're still talking entrepreneurship. But again, the more you can be your authentic self, the better you're going to be able to serve people. Right. But you can't do that unless you understand who you are. So what are some of the first steps, right? To get to that place where you can start to peel back those onions. Yeah. So I think for me, what you said is very much true. And like I started my career in sales. And so I was used to doing tons of like SWOT analysis, so strength, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. So I kind of started there with myself and it was once again, kind of getting real, (laughs) at least initially, and realizing like, what were my strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and like threats to my success. And when I got to that threat area, I realized everything that I wrote down was like all like things that were in my head. And so the one way that I've been able to kind of explain this is to, and simplify a little bit is that our lives are determined as far as our trajectory and outcomes. They are determined by the stories that we tell ourselves. And many times the stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves and about our potential and about what is ultimately true for us is based on that negative subconscious programming, negative ideas and belief systems that play like a reel in your head over and over again. And when you feel stress, when you feel fear, when you feel any negative emotion, those voices or that story or stories tend to be there. And so for me, I made it very difficult on myself initially, but I realized once again, as I kind of alluded to, how can we identify what that negative story is? What do the voices tell you when you feel these emotions? 
because usually there's anywhere from five to 10 of them. It's not like a hundred. There are about five to 10 themes usually. And so formally in the business now, we ha- we actually have like an actual exercise to identify those voices. But even if I'm having a conversation, I'm going to be talking through and asking specific questions to help identify what are those voices saying? This is your internal conversation. You're having this with Will. So I started having it with Will. And now with my coaching clients, like, so for example, we have intro meetings. Sometimes we have an opportunity to begin to just give an example of of some of the work that we're going to be doing. So I'll ask a a few questions to begin to kind of get to what is the overall story that you're telling yourself? Is it an overall positive or negative narrative? What are some of the specifics of the story? Different things like that. But identifying those voices and that, once again, that story or stories that allows us to get to the root of when it's tough, what is happening, what's going on, what is the mechanism behind it. And then the process over time is to disassociate our identity from those voices because we have an opportunity to adjust and change our narrative anytime we decide. But until we become the awareness within that space that says, I can tell a new story and begin to identify with, with the new story, new belief systems, new attitudes, that is when the change really begins because people are so connected to that voice. And if it's negative, then they don't really see a way out because this is who I am. This is my personality, right? But personality, once again, a lot of these words you can break down. If you break it in half, it's personal reality. So character attributes whoa, a lot whoa, of time whoa, is based whoa, on whoa. personal realities. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just gloss over that. <laughs> break that down again. So yeah. personality. Break, break, let's. So the word personality. The word personality can be broken down into two words. Personal reality. Wow. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it is true. Many times it's not even factual, but just like it says in the word, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that it's true because I can think that I'm going through these all these tough things that have all the people against me and everyone around me can say, William, you're doing great. Like, keep on going. And I'm like, no, man, I got it because, you know, I have all these haters and this and that. And it's like, actually... Please name a person. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, like I've had some. Them and they. Them and they. Who are they, first of all, and where do they live? Exactly. And most of them live within the house of our own mind. And I'll explain exactly what that means as well. I'm not going, I don't want to give too many metaphors too quick. But Jim Rohn, he, he passed away maybe about a decade ago, but he was a great thinker, author, speaker. And one thing that he talked about as an example, he said that look at your mind as a house. And most homes have a front door. So, Anytime you have a negative thought that knocks on the door of your mind and you just allow and you open the door without thinking, without looking through the peephole and let that negative idea come in, you can't be upset if you end up having a bad day because that negative idea or ideas, you allowed them in through the front door of your mind and now they came in and tore your house up. What we have to understand is, is that because it's our house, which is our mind, we have to begin to be, once again, the awareness in the background that says, I'm not going to accept every idea. This idea has maybe been knocking on my door for the past 15, 20 years or as long as I can remember. But eventually I have to say, if I'm continuing to believe this idea, right, and it makes me feel bad and it messes up my day, I feel like I can't do stuff, either I'm going to stop allowing that idea to be accepted as true and only let in ideas that are in alignment with my goals and positivity and uplift, or I can continue to let in all the negativity, all the fear. You're kind of having a no pass go system that will never serve my future. And is it a positive outcome based thought or idea or negative outcome based? And ultimately, if it's negative outcome based, it doesn't matter why it's there. It doesn't matter what happened. I'm going to have to realize that this is only going to produce negative outcomes. If I let it in and it produces negative outcomes, 
I got to stop opening the door. If I keep opening the door, I can blame everyone else around me, but I'm opening the door every single day. And of course, our personal reality, which is integrated into our overall story that's in the form of negative ideas, usually five to 10 once again, I can have all the right reasons because they did this to me. My mom wasn't there, this or that, blah. That's your story. It may be factual. Sometimes some of those elements are, but most of the time it is. But is it serving my future? If I want to be different, if I want to feel better, if I want to open up some energy and some space to not be just focusing on all this negative stuff, but to be able to think about new creative ideas, I can't continue to allow this, this story, these narratives to dominate my life. My personal reality is what was, but in my imagination, if I can have an opportunity to disassociate from all this negativity, take a deep breath mentally, emotionally, I can then get creative and formulate a new idea of what the future could be, right? Based on what I actually want to happen, based on the ideas that I want to galvanize in my mind. And just like it took repetition to get these negative ideas in our head, because we're not born negative, no baby's born sticking his tongue out at the doctor and trying to punch his mom in the face. These are ideas and these are behaviors that are developed based on the people around us. So I have to get back to ultimately what's that natural state and that's peace and love and confidence and faith. That's why a child will walk directly towards you and they can be up on this countertop and they won't even look down because they trust the person in front of them, their mom or dad so much. They'll walk off the edge and won't even flinch because they trust that you'll catch them. In the same way, we have to be able to galvanize that and remember that same trust that we once had in ourselves and in life itself. By changing our story, changing our story to something positive and that we actually want, right? And then obviously there's a whole nother element of most people don't even know what to ask for. They've never thought about what they wanted because they've been so externally focused for their entire life. Let's serve others. Let's do this and do that. And I'm not against any of those ideas. But if you're not serving your cup and making sure that your cup is at least half full, you're going to be in trouble. And eventually it's going to run dry. And then, then, then we have all the negative outcomes of stress on the mind and body that are just the outcomes of not allowing yourself to embrace self-love, which all these things that we just talked about help you to move back towards. Because it's not just like a one-step process. Mm-hmm. It's, re- it's literally changing, as we talked about at the beginning, our identity, right? And having one that actually accepts and is able to embrace self-love, self-love and self-care so that we can have an opportunity to not just say, hey, I want to change. I want to be this new person. I, I believe that I deserve it now. But then you, ha- you have to go through the process of first and foremost proving that new reality to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because before you can share it with anybody else or try to convince anyone else, you're going to have to actually begin to not just do the work, but take the consistent actions to show yourself that you matter. Right. Eating better, working out taking 15 minutes for yourself, doing meditation, whatever it takes to be able to re-socialize you to you, mm-hmm. right? Um, because it's like having an introduction from the old to the new, and now we need to integrate this new into our reality, which means we're going to have to take a lot of action. And so that's, once again, more of the work that we do in detail to help to hardwire the new programming. Repetition got us in, repetition is going to get us out. It just have to be a different story, new actions, which will hardwire new belief systems because belief systems don't come until we hardwire them. So it takes time. Um, so you have to be kind to yourself during that process. And I mean, it's a lot of things, but it's more than possible, right? It's, it's basically reverse en- engineering what happened in a natural way that got us into this negative state. Like we weren't thinking about it, but eventually got to our heads and then into our hearts. And it's become our life. 
Thank you so much for listening If you got value from the show All I ask is that you share it with one other person You think would also enjoy the content And we would love to connect with you on social media as well What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.